Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Mags podcast. And today I have a special guest and a dear friend, Emily Davis with Fleet Feet Winston-Salem. Hey, Emily. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Great. Good We're to great. see you. You too. So Fleet Feet, two locations. Two, yeah. How many years? Man, um, Winston is 17 and a half, so we'll be 18 um, in Almost August. Almost an adult. Yeah, <laughs> legal voting age. <laughs> Winston gets to vote. And then Clemens, we just had our one-year anniversary in December. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And some like people don't opened. know that we sold the New Balance store back to New Balance, but that's been a year and a half now. Okay. Yeah. So no more New Balance. No more New Balance. But Mm-mm. to uh, Clemens was a great choice. Yeah, it has been. It was a great first year. Yeah. Um, some of it was like, you know, resetting our expectations because Winston has just grown and grown, mm-hmm. you know, and I kept saying, Keith, do you remember like how we tracked to make sure we didn't have a negative day <laughs> um, in the early days where, yeah. you know, you're just hoping that somebody will show up and that. <laughs> um, but it was even back in the early days, it was so overwhelming because yeah. we didn't know how to do retail. We didn't know what we were doing. So how many locations has the Winston location been in? Oh, gosh. We started it on Rinalda Road across from the former children's home, now uh-huh. Crossnor. Then four and a half years later, we moved to Miller Street, uh, next where Publix wasn't there yet, but we moved there. Um, and now I think there's a Novant office in there. Yeah, um, there is. But we were there about five years, and we have we just celebrated eight years in the location we're in. So wow. So this location is by far y'all have been in the longest. The longest. Yeah. Huh. And some people still say it's our new location. I know. Yeah. I still say yeah. that. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember me and my mom when we were doing uh, like triathlon training mm-hmm. back in the old days, you were at your very first location still. Like I remember Oh on Renota, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were I mean, you'd have four people getting fit for shoes and we felt like we were completely busting at the seams because it was yeah. only 2,500 square feet. Tiny. It was so small. And then we moved, so we went from 2,500 to like, I don't know, um, I think it was that's almost 2,500 fleet feet. Fle- yes, <laughs> not, oh, that's so good. <laughs> not square feet, fleet, fleet feet. feet. There that's you go. Right. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we're in 7,200 now. Wow. Yeah. So it's Yeah, the big. store now is huge. It's big. And Clemens is, I don't know, Keith knows all these numbers, but Clemens is, I think, 3,200 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you and Keith, your husband, yes. for people who may not know, yep. uh, y'all have been working together now for 17 and a half years. Yes, 17. And, and we've been married. April, we celebrate 21 years of marriage. Oh, so you guys were... Not newlyweds, but like, yeah, kind of, kind of, yes, yeah, um, yeah. We, um, man, how's that I, going? <laughs> <laughs> What's it like What's working it with like your working with your spouse? <laughs> well, you know, I'm kind of an open book. Um, in the early days, it was so hard. We had a baby when the store was a year old. Oof! So that was hard. Um, we really didn't know what the heck we were doing. You know, he had left corporate finance, um, like commercial lending, um, I can't venture even capital. imagine him doing that. Imagine Keith putting a suit on every no, day. No, I really cannot yeah. fathom. Well, that's why he wasn't, <laughs> isn't doing it anymore. But um, he was good at it, but he just hated like yeah. the office. And um, so we had a baby at, when the store was a year old. Um, I was working for Flea Feet Corporate. The corporate office is based in Carborough, and I was there full time. And about a year and a half you into were at, um, Sarah or Haynes before. Yeah, that. I was at Haynes. Yeah, Sarah Lee branded apparel. And then like right as I was leaving, it was Haynes brands. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, 
but we were both corporate. You know, we went to MBA school at Wake and then I came out like uh, charging ahead trying to do this corporate marketing thing and he was doing banking. And after two years of that, we were like, let's, this is not really what we want to be doing. You know, we want to do our own thing. And he was eager to, he's definitely entrepreneurial and um, I'm more risk averse, but you know, we were married and I'm like, well, you know, I definitely don't want to risk averse. That doesn't, I don't, that doesn't, I think it's to me. I'm risk averse when it comes to, um, putting everything you have on the line, like financially, we were broke, so broke. And I had so much student debt. Uh, from undergrad, graduate, um, we were buying a house, we had a mortgage, we still have mortgage, but we had a mortgage, kids, and, (laughs) you know, and, um, yeah, and and then he's like, let's take everything we have, which isn't very much, and open a retail store, and I was like, no. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, that, yeah, I mean, the early days were so rough. We had Addison, who's now 16, two years later, we have Hope, and so I'm mom, you know, trying to manage two little kids, um, they went to First Baptist daycare, which is no longer there, but um, I would literally like run out the door at 5.56. They'd be the last kids picked up. Oh. And it was very hard. I mean, we were barely getting by um, trying to chip away at student loans. And um, I remember a flea feed owner from Santa Rosa told us, get ready for peanut butter and jelly. And that's what it was. That's what it was like. You know, I mean, tracking every bill in this like journal I bought at Borders that was in Thruway. Borders. I <laughs> and, forgot about Borders. Yeah, Borders. And I would like have to track every bill because we were down to the dollar. Um, so after a couple years, Keith was like, hey, I need you to come work in the business full time. <laughs> and he proved to me on a spreadsheet because he's a spreadsheet guy. He proved to me on a spreadsheet that it would work and that we wouldn't be living in a cardboard box. And so I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I ended up leaving Fleafy Corporate and joined him full time. And in the beginning, it was like, oh, how cute we worked together. (laughs) That didn't last long. Um, And then I'd say about after that first six months, I remember it well, um, where I really was like trying to figure out what do I do? You know, I don't know what I'm doing and didn't know what my role was. And so the next, I mean, I want to say it was about seven years. Um, It was horrible. It was really horrible. It was my most anxious years of my life. Mm. Um, Had went visited a counselor for anxiety. Um, I just wake up. I always felt like I was kind of suffocating mm. and I was like the constant like fight or flight. Oh yeah. Like I, like I had a 30 pound weight on my neck. Yeah. Um, always felt nauseous. Um, it was terrible. It was really bad. And talking about work made it worse. And then, you know, of course you, you're with the guy all day and with Keith all day at work and we're talking about work and then we go home Talk and that's all work. we talked about. Yeah. And then, you know, you're still trying to manage two little kids and it was terrible. Um, I, it goes down by far as like the worst years of my life. Um, and then let's see. It got, what, I was going to say what made it <clears throat> after the seventh year, what kind of was the shift that happened? We went to counseling because it was like, how the heck are we going to work together? Either I needed to get out or we needed to do something different. And cause we were not going to sacrifice our marriage in order to save a retail store. Yeah. Um, and so I went to a counselor, which was super helpful. Um, Christian counselor and a, a few lessons, like, you know, one big lesson was I'm not responsible for Keith's relationships with other people. That was a that very valid, like how other people view Keith is not uh, that that's, independent of me, mm-hmm. you know, cause like he would handle things with staff very differently than how I would handle them. And it would stress me out so bad and it would irritate me. And it was a big lesson, like butt out Emily, 
what people think of how Keith handled it is up to them and Keith and you have nothing to do with it. Yeah. So and that you was, can't control that. You no, can't, you can't no. control what he, how he's, no, I can't. Yeah. Oh, believe me. I learned I cannot <laughs> control that. And then, um, that was very, really big. And then the other really big one that I, um, I got actually from other fleet feed owners that are mo- many are married and spouses working together was that somebody had to have final say. So somebody had to be CEO final say. Hmm. And even though Ooh, like, that's we, tough. it is, yeah, <laughs> um, because we used to joke about like, okay, you take your store and I'll take my store and we'll see who does better. I mean, <laughs> is that healthy? Obviously not. <laughs> no, no. Um, but we, um, somebody uh, somewhere along the line, it was like, okay, Emily, step <clears throat> back. Like just because I feel as prepared to run it and just because I would run it differently than he does, doesn't mean that his way is not the, a good way. Um, and so I had to, um, basically, you know, submit to your husband kind of like biblically. And I was like, for real, <laughs> but cause it's hard, yeah. but you know what? I realized like my job as mom is really more important than my job as co-owner. Um, and so that was probably the biggest shift mm. was like, Keith was going to have final say, and we still struggle with that. Um, and so, you know, we, it's been, 17 and a half years. And we came to a conclusion actually this past October, Keith said to me a few months ago, I don't want my remaining working years to be us working together. Mm. And I was like, and I didn't take that in a, like that's not not the first time I've heard that out of his mouth. (laughs) Um, So I didn't take it negatively because frankly, I don't really want all my remaining working years to be working with him either. Um, Cause your, your work, your spouse at work, is really different than your spouse at home. Mm-hmm. And or they should be. They should be. And um, it's so blurry. Like, there's just no way to completely separate it. Um, so I was planned, my plan was to step out of Flea Feet this past mm-hmm. December. And I actually started looking at other positions. Oh, and, my gosh. Yeah, I updated my resume. And, um, you know, because I used to be in more corporate brand strategy stuff and um, cause I managed the national marketing for Flea Feet corporate nationally on and off for 10 years. And so I was just looking all around and, you know, my, the desires of my heart have changed over time too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would love to do more nonprofit or ministry work. And Keith said to me, nobody's going to pay you to do the good works of the world. <laughs> I was like, darn it. Keith. I just want to help the homeless and go to Kenya, but why can't I get paid to do that? Um, so I started looking around and, you know, I prayed a lot, of course, and just came to this conclusion that like none of that makes as much sense as just restructuring how we do things right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I'm, we're not in each other's hair as much. And, um, I just need to continue to remind myself that he is the final say, whether I like it or not. And, um, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he's super smart. He's smarter than I am. And he just does things very differently I think, than I, I do. I think you're very smart. Don't, thanks, don't thanks, sell Brooke. yourself thank short. You, thank you. He's smart <laughs> in a different way, you yeah, know, um, sure. and, but he does things. We just don't do things the same. Yeah. And there's nothing I mean, wrong that, with that. That's also why I think you guys have a beautiful business because you don't do things the same. Yeah. And where we give each other grace for that, it works the best where it's mm-hmm. like, Emily, you're good at this. So you go do that. And where it's where I need to say, Keith, you're good at this. So you go do. And, you know, he's the numbers, finance, analytics person. And I, 
I'm just not like, not yeah. that I don't know how it's just not how I do it. And it's not how I want to do it. And that makes him insane that yeah. I don't have spreadsheets and pivot tables to prove my answers, you know? Um, and looking at his spreadsheets with pivot tables makes me nuts. Yeah. Cause I'm like, who cares? Just make a good decision, you know, but we just don't, you know, I do think that, you know, our Winston store is one of the top 20 in the country and there's like 280 wow. and congratulations. Thank you. But it's come with a lot of hard work sure, and a lot of tears, you know, but it's come that we've gotten there because, because Keith's spreadsheets, I think, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's really diligent about, um, his decisions and yeah. he does it based on data and he's like, you can't just wing it all the time. <laughs> but <laughs> like, why? Well, why not? So, um, so we, we're, you know, so I'm staying at Fleet Feet. Um, at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Well, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. Yeah. I think, it's I think hard. It, it it's is hard. hard. Yeah. And obviously completely different, but I also am in business with my significant yes. other. Yeah. And we're, uh, we have a, a third business partner, thank goodness, because he's sort of like our counselor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've thought about you and Gavin, actually, because... Yeah. I mean, it's hard, you know, where you guys have two different personalities, just Mm -hmm. like me and Keith have different personalities. And it's like sometimes like you like I'll hear something Keith said and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm mortified. Yeah. And then I'm sure he does the same with me. You know, you said um, that you can't control how other people uh how did you word it? React. You're not to, responsible for it. Yeah. yeah. Like same thing with yeah. me and Gavin. Like he, we're very different. And some of the things that he says or the th- way that he handles things, I'm like, no, Whoa, like, did he just uh, say that? But like yeah. people, that's not my, but it's not you. It's not my no. deal. And people love Gavin and they love me and they love yeah. us for different that's reasons. Right. And that same with it's, you and yeah, Keith. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people to say Keith is so intense. He is, but he, I really, I mean, he really does have like a bigger heart than me. I think he's a soft, like softer than I am. Yeah. Um, oh, I see that. Cause sure. I'm like, you know, he, he's like, why are you going all Jersey on them? I'm like, well, first of all, I'm from New Jersey. So there's, so I literally um, can't so help literally, it. I can't help it. But, um, DNA, but, fella. <laughs> but he is a softy and yeah. his, he like tears up at commercials. He's a girl dad. He really is a girl dad. And I'm kind of like, oh, people suck it up. But, um, yeah, you know, we, I hope that however many more years we do fleet feet, um, that we can just, it does take constant grace. I mean, yeah. no different than being married 21 years, you know, oh, for anybody sure. married, if you've been married more than five years, like you just are signing up for like letting it roll off your shoulders on a daily basis. Yeah. Otherwise, it's hard. yeah, but it is hard or I think to be in business with your partner because you're like you said, the line is very blurry yes. for you. Sometimes you have to talk about work outside of work. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can't let it completely take over. Well, and it's a life. small business. And so like our staff, you know, like people will say to me, your husband said whatever. And I'm like, okay, but I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And we're in right now we're at work. So yeah. right now he's Keith. He's not your husband, you yeah. know? Um, cause there's some side. So sometimes with even with staff, there's that play of like, well, your husband. And I'm like, well, too bad. Um, because yeah. it's like, we don't have to continue to make it so blurry, you know? Um, that's been, I, I feel like sometimes we're like the, the parents at work and it's like, Oh, the parents are bickering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Me and Gavin will definitely oh, yeah. bicker. It's like, but yeah, the people that know us really well, just know that we just move on and yeah. So I just, this just clicked for me, but none of the girls knew anything other than fleet feet. No. And I think we've ruined them. They just, <laughs> 
the, the um, they have been living Fleet Feet their entire lives, especially yeah. Addison. You know, she's 16. So the two oldest, they we were, you know, when we were new, every Saturday morning we were up at the crack of dawn. I was dragging those toddlers out of bed to go to 5Ks yeah. to just hope that, you know, I could get them there without screaming. And, um, yeah, I mean, that was their, that's it. None of them want any part of it, honestly. I was going to say, do they have interest? No, other than when they are broke and they want to earn some money, they're like, can I come work? (laughs) Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Like, you don't ever want to learn anything that we do. Um, no, they, I, 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 I do think that they appreciate that Fleet Feet has provided for our family. Um, and they do acknowledge that the mm-hmm. youngest though, Samantha is really the only runner in the house. That's funny. Um, I remember, okay, this is totally random, but I remember mm-hmm. I took Addison to a crazy running practice when she was like five and she had on a shirt that I had bought from a vendor that said future marathon runner. And we're at our first practice and she just cried <gasps> and cried and cried. And another mom looked me in the eye and said, about her shirt. She said, little presumptuous, don't you think? <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you, woman? Like, who says that? You can tell my kid is hysterical and not enjoying this. And you seriously just said that to me? Oh I'll never gosh. forget that lady. <laughs> I hope she listens to I this. I hope you're hearing this. You really are my feelings. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. Because you just, you, you don't have control over what your kids are going to Well, gonna, it's like mom gonna, to like, mom. Doing. Don't make negative comments to another no. mom when it's obvious she's struggling with her kids. Support the mom. Jeez. <laughs> No mom shaming. No mom here. shaming. No kidding. Anyway, oh my so my kids aren't really into running, but the little one, Samantha, kind of likes it. So we'll see where that where that yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. I know. So my parents. Um, I grew up with them both being entrepreneurs. My dad owned a body shop, and he didn't want either one of us mm. to have anything to do with it. He didn't want us to be around the chemicals and the pain. Oh and yeah. The, he just was like, nope, I don't want this for you guys. But and with the magazine with my mom, I didn't I have a degree in education because mm-hmm. I was like eh, I don't know about working with my mom like that's sounds maybe hard yeah yeah <laughs> um but then I kind of decided that was the path I wanted to take so it's interesting how you kind of change like as a 16 year old yeah. I definitely didn't think I would take Mm-mm. over Mm-mm. the magazine but as a you know mid 20 something I'm like okay this is her job is pretty cool and what a blessing like it's this. been yeah you know, like a great like relationship and, and we're still working together yeah we and still, you still adore we, your mom yeah mm-hmm. I get to work with my boyfriend and my mom yeah. it's great <laughs> well, you're just clicking them off the list aren't you <laughs> we've talked yeah. to Addison about like ministry things because she's really interested in sustainable agriculture and um doing some sort of her own like farming somehow you know Ooh, very cool. and we've talked to her about things like okay let's buy some land in Kenya and grow some coffee beans and employ some Kenyans and give them some work and then import them and so I don't know she's been to Kenya with you a bunch of times and we're going yeah. back in March I've taken the two oldest back so tell us about your Kenya mission trips yeah so it started out back in 2014 Keith went with Addison who was six at the time to a children's home so she went when she was six? She went when she was six, yeah. Wow. yeah. That's and she incredible. came home changed from that trip. I mean, I just remember her telling me, Mom, they worship like you've never seen. And she oh, was wow. six. Um, but yeah, so we started out going to a children's home. Um, we got heavily invested, just time, money, energy, um, just pouring a lot of resources into it. And then things just developed over time that we knew it was time to move on. Um, and so back in 2000. 
20, I guess, I got connected with Wesley Career, who's a Kenyan Boston Marathon champion. And he basically, he ran for Nike for seven years and he basically took all his winnings and poured it back into Kenya. And so we started a running academy and a friend here in town connected us. And I reached out to him, I'm like, hey, this is what we do. And he knew Flea Feet because he went to University of Louisville. Um, and so we got connected with him and we ended up um, partnering with him to raise a bunch of money to build a school for his program. Oh. So the school just opened last January mm-hmm. and we were there for the opening. And since then, um, he was able <laughs> to raise funds for a new dining hall and a kitchen. And so he has 100 kids. Um, basically, he takes low income. I mean, every a lot of Kenyans are very it's like super poor, like poverty like you've never seen. Yeah. Um, he takes kids that otherwise would not be able to attend high school because high school in Kenya is not free. Mm. Um, good schools are boarding schools and they run about $800 a year and the average Kenyan family's income is a hundred a month. Wow. Um, So totally just unrealistic. No, totally unrealistic. So he provides uh, four years of high school education and then trains them um, with an elite running coach. And then um, ultimately the goal is to get the best of the best and bring him to the U.S. to be sponsored uh, by a brand here. So he has a a kid, Wesley Kiptu, who just got second in the Houston Half Marathon the other day. Wow. He's sponsored by Hoka. Um, His brother is sponsored by ASICS. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a girl named Sharon who we brought over for her senior year at Forsyth Country Day School. So she just got a four-year scholarship to North Carolina Central. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, We're working with Forsyth Country Day for a new student for this fall. Um, So we have a a boy that we're um, submitting an application for um, that as long as we can get the visa all worked out, he'll be attending. So the whole point is to, I mean, the the bigger point is to provide a four-year education to these kids and Kenya that otherwise wouldn't have access to the education to mm-hmm. provide the best runners with elite coaching in the hopes that they can go on and either run competitively in Kenya or somewhere in Europe um, as a means using their God-given running talent as a means to create an income for their family. Yeah. Because um, there's a very, there's a shortage of jobs. There's just, it's mm. very hard to find uh, where we have, you know, you can go get a job at Subway or the gas station or Harris Teeter or wherever. There's just a lot of entry level jobs in our world. There just there is not. Their economy mm. does not have a lot of entry level jobs. And so unless you have a four year degree in high school, you're basically on your own for plant a farm and live off your land. That's wow. basically the future. So so um and then um, you know, the kids that come here, um, providing them access to a four year college degree. And then ultimately bringing their resources back to invest in Kenya. Wow. Yeah. I love that you've connected Kenya with Fleet Feet in your business yeah, here. I yeah. think that's like such a, a perfect merger. Well, um, it's it's been – Wesley and I have very similar personalities where it's like the let, think in depth about it after you do it. <laughs> <laughs> So his wife is Canadian. That's how, that's how my mom is. Yeah, yeah. His wife's Canadian, and um, his wife and Keith are very similar, where they're kind of the breaks on me and Wesley. But a lot has happened in just um, two years of really working hard together, and um, it's been amazing that it's about, like, because I've loved Kenya since the first day I went. Oh, yeah. Um, and that we can connect Kenya and running. It's on my bucket list to go with you to Kenya hey, well, someday. As long as I get my way, I go every year. So <laughs> There you go. Yeah. So before we wrap things up, I want to talk about, really briefly about Mission Feet First, mm-hmm. um, another nonprofit that you guys have been doing yeah. for how many years now? Yeah, we started in 2010. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not too long after you Mm-mm. started Fleet Feet. Mm-mm. Yeah, Keith had this like idea, hey, we've got these 
returned shoes. At the time, we were getting customer returns, and the vendor, most vendors wanted them back. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, vendors have really changed what they want. And so, you know, they're like, you can keep them, but put them to good use. And so uh, a lot of Fleet Feet stores have kind of a repurpose plan. Um, we put ours, many are in excellent condition, but they're just not perfect enough to be resold for $150. And so um, we provide shoe fittings for the homeless community, tent city, sheltered adults, and then for low income um, schools in the area. So like, for example, we've got um, a big fitting coming up with Centenary Methodist where they host the homeless and sheltered community for lunch and we fit them all for shoes. And then we've got Cook Elementary coming up in a couple weeks. Um, We always help the YMCA with their Bright Beginnings back to school program. Mm -hmm. So last year we were able to provide 600 pairs of shoes for kids. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's been, it started out like a pair here and a pair there. And now it become, now it's been thousands of pair a year. That's amazing. I have volunteered once Mm -hmm. for that. If people are interested in volunteering for that, can they reach out to you? Yeah, we actually have a, um, I think we still have a volunteer form on our website, but you can always just reach out to um, staff at Fleet Feet WS. I always need volunteers. Okay. Um, because some, like we put on a pr- uh, 5K at the prison a couple yes. months ago. And so cool. We, that was amazing. What an idea. That I was amazing. That. It was the best. Um, they're actually letting me teach a run for God Bible study. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, I always need volunteers for all these things that we've got going on and it kind of gets people outside their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I think you came to the one at Rolling Hills. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it gets you a little bit outside your comfort zone. And sometimes, you know, people are like, why are you going to that neighborhood? I'm like, ah, Jesus is always going with us. So I'm not worried about it. But, um, you know, we do put ourselves out and um, in the community, the whole point is to serve people in need. Mm-hmm. And we have the shoes. We have we have very generous donors that help us buy the inventory that we need when we have gaps. And um, that's part of what, like, that's the whole, that's what we're asked to do, right? Serve yeah. others. So um, anyway, always need volunteers. I love that. Yeah, I think that, of course, you know, Fleet Feet is your, is your business, mm-hmm. but you've also made helped so many people through fleet feet and i just think that's amazing well at some point god taught me hey this isn't supposed to just be a shoe business this should be a ministry and um that's where keith is like and we still need to make an income emily (laughs) as a business it's not all a ministry and i'm like oh darn um because he's like you just give away the farm wouldn't you and i'm like yeah "Yeah, that's why we need the spreadsheets yeah um but that's my favorite thing to do is to just serve other people i i already knew that about you but it's just cool to like watch you light up when you talk about, i love it when you talk like about i've that. told him oh i'd love to work at the homeless shelter he's like yeah well let's get our kids through college and then, <laughs> then we can discuss then we can talk about that the yeah. realist that's Keith, right the realist. he really is i love him <laughs> i love it well emily always a pleasure to chat Thanks, with Brooke. you we will put your uh fleet feet contact information yeah. in the show notes of any volunteers want to touch base and as always you can find all of our Forsyth Mags content on our website ForsythMags.com and you can find us on social media at Forsyth Mags and that's a wrap for today the views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated Ooh, that's a mouthful